good Tuesday morning and welcome to the Lady Life Podcast, an inspirational podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Gladney, and guess what? It's the month of September and we are starting it out on a faith note by sharing some of our favorite faith stories. I'm sure many of you uh, listeners can identify and have several faith stories of your own. So in an amazing book called the Bible, one of my favorite faith scriptures is found in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. And this is what it tells us. This is what it shares. For we walk or live by faith and not by sight or by what we see, for we walk by faith and not by sight. And so this scripture increases my faith each time that I read it. It's such a great reminder, you know, for me and for us as Christians, right? Well, today we are blessed to have a dear friend of mine join the Lady Life podcast. Uh, Lady Halima Griffin is here. Uh, with us by way of Virginia. Isn't that right, Halima? Yes. Yes, she's here by way of Virginia, and I can't wait to hear one of her faith stories. But first, let me share a little bit about Halima. So she is a certified facilitator for Surrendering the Secret, Healing the Heartbreak of Abortion. Surrendering the Secret is an interactive Bible study that guides women through an amazing healing journey through which God sets them free from the pain, heartbreak, and bondage of past abortion. The pain of the past can be left in the past once you have the tools and resources to move forward. I think that is so powerful. And Halima also, she's a health advocate and educates educates people on the importance of um, a healthy gut microbiome. And so we're just so thrilled that she's here with us. So join me, our listeners, in welcoming Halima to the Lady Life Podcast. Welcome, Halima. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. And we are just grateful to have you. So how are things there in Virginia? How's the weather today? Today was hot. (laughs) Very hot. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. That seems to be the weather these days. Well, good. So as you know, Halima, today we are talking about faith. And I just want you to share what is one of your favorite faith scriptures? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Yes, Halima, look, that brings such peace when you read that. Trust in the Lord. That makes it easy when we trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and when we lean not into our own understanding, but when we acknowledge him in all our ways. And guess what? He really does direct our paths, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so how has this scripture impacted your life? Um, It actually ties into my story because of the fact that 
there were things that I didn't understand. And it really did require faith on my part to be able to understand um, my journey. And it, it really goes into um, what happened in 2017. I, I was pregnant. Um, my husband and I had um, a baby girl. And it was during that time that my husband and I are actually, were actually in the process of filing for divorce. Um, we hadn't we hadn't actually completed the paperwork, but that's the journey we were on. Um, the only reason I actually didn't even move forward with the paperwork is because he had become um, very ill. I mean, extremely ill to the point where he had saw nine different doctors and none of them could explain his symptoms. Um, and then once I got pregnant, um, I was just like, okay, this, this isn't going to work. This is not good. Um, we actually decided that we wanted a better life for our girl. So um, she was actually given up for adoption. And um, it was even after that journey. And when I, when I think about the fact that there were many nights when I literally had to hold my husband because he was shaking so much that he couldn't. And I'm, I'm pregnant trying to hold on to him. So um, my daughter, when, when she was born, um, we were actually at a hospital that catered to kids that were adopted. But before I even go into that part of the journey, we had decided, we had gone through so many, at least between 50 and 75 different profiles of parents and families that we were looking for. We wanted to make sure, first of all, they had to be Christians. There was no doubt about that. But not only, we wanted to be a family that could not have kids of their own. So we um, chose the family and we had an advocate for us and there was an advocate for the family as well. And it was the same company. The adoption company actually had advocates for both sides of the family. And it was... It was quite a journey because when, when we were in the hospital, we were in a room where they actually put a, a symbol on the door um, that let the doctors and nurses, all the medical staff know that this family um, is going to be giving their child up for adoption. So I had decided that I wanted the family to be there, not when she, she was born, but like two days afterwards. So after my um, daughter was born, she, the family came into the room and we, we had prayed with the family. Actually, my daughter was in the center of us in the cradle and um, we had prayed with them. I prayed for her. Um, my advocate was there. Their advocate um, wasn't there because at that point, there was no need for anyone. Other. I asked my advocate to be there because for me, she was also a doula. Um, so she was there and as we were praying at the end of the prayer, my husband looked at the adopted family and his eyes just turned red. I mean, he was, he just looked like, like he was angry. He said to the family, y'all better take care of this little girl. Know that she was not born under a bridge. Know that she was loved. And she deserves the best. And that's why we chose y'all. But he, he, he began, he just read, he started turning red. 
and I'm looking at him, they're looking at him, and I think they become frightful because of how his whole demeanor changed right after we had prayed. And at that point, I began crying because I'm just like, oh my goodness, like I, I literally just lost it in that moment. And so af after that, we left the hospital. And as we were walking through the lobby, there was a security guard that I had befriended as I was coming into the hospital. And she looked at me and, and she saw I was in tears. So I can only imagine that, that she probably thought I lost the baby because I was just, I was undone. And so we get into the car and we were about 30 to 45 minutes away from the house where I gave um, birth at. And as we're driving, it's complete silence. I mean, there's, there's no talking. Um, I'm still crying. He's crying, but not as hard as I was crying. And he looks over to me and he says, do you mind if I go to my prayer closet? Now his prayer closet is a lake. And that's where he really loves to go to spend time with God. So we, I just looked at him and I shook my head. I didn't even say anything. I just shook my head. And we get there and he says to me, um, are, are you going to get out? And I said, no. So he goes to take a walk. He returns and um, we head on home. I don't, I don't even recall how long he was even out there I just remember being cold I remember because it, it it wasn't it was the winter but it wasn't even like a cold that it was freezing it was just a coldness within me an emptiness and I knew he was experiencing that emptiness as well so I would say three days later um he comes to me and he just because at this point, we weren't even sleeping in the same room. I mean, we weren't even talking. It was just, it was quiet. And I have an older daughter as well. But she was um, with, I believe it was a relative. I don't even recall. But she wasn't at home the, the, during the days that we were there. And um, on day three, he just came to check in on me, see how I was doing. And then on day five, he comes to me and he says, we didn't do what we were supposed to do. And I look at him and I say, what are you talking about? My, my oldest daughter, who was 11 at the time, she, for Father's Day, had given my husband um, a gift. This the, the year before, this was in 2016, when she gave him a gift on the pros and cons of every decision that you make. And it's, a, it's like a booklet. And he says to me, we didn't do that before making this decision. I look at him in anger. I mean, I'm, I'm literally, I'm angry. And I said, don't you dare. We've made our decision. And I was so like hurt and tormented. And I'm like, no, we're, we're don't, don't do this. Uh, and, and I began crying and, and I'm literally going off on him. Now I'm not a cursing female or anything of that sort. So I'm not cursing. But I, I felt like throwing something at him. So anyway, um, I, I just said to him, we're not doing this. Um, and he gently says to me, okay, I'll just leave you with this. And he tears it out of the book and he sets it on the bed. And I just looked and I'm like, I didn't say anything. Well, the next day, literally God just softened my heart. And... 
I did it. I, I wrote down the pros and cons of the decision. And at the end of it, it asks this question, what is the final outcome? And the final outcome was bring Azaria home. Azaria is my baby girl's name. Now, there is, there is a law in the state of Virginia that says you have 10 days to change your mind. And we were within that 10 day window. We called our advocate. I said to her, I wanted to meet with her face to face at Starbucks. And she agreed to that. That's where we met. And I told her about the guilt that I was feeling. I said, this family that we were entrusting our daughter to can't have children of their own. So I'm feeling guilty about the decision that I want to make. And she looks at me and she says, Halima, it's okay. She says, all the families go into this process knowing that any at any point within that 10-day window, things can change. She says, if God placed it upon your heart. Now, we're, we were with a Christian company. So she says to me, if God placed it upon your heart and your husband's heart to bring your baby home, then you need to bring your baby home. Don't disregard what God is saying. So later on that night, a little after 8 p.m., our daughter was brought home. And when I tell you that's the best decision that we could have ever made, my husband and I are still together to this day. She has brought us closer. My oldest daughter and her, they have this chance. <laughs> that says team number one. So whenever they're doing something that they know they're not supposed to be doing and they look at us and they say team number one, we're like, look, the two of y'all are something else. But it's so amazing the delight that she brings to our family. How much, like, it, it was really, truly, truly just a walk of faith, because I had even said, I, I said to God, oh, I, I, please forgive me, but there's a part of this story that that's just coming to me. I went to someone before we even made the, this decision. Um, my, I used to be part of a dance team and um, the dance instructor, she actually had been wanting to adopt a baby, an infant, well, actually two and or younger. So we went to her asking her to adopt our little one. And she was so ecstatic. She was like, I'm going to talk it over with my husband. Give me um, just five days and I'll get back to you. When she came back to me, she had said to me, God told me that you and your husband are to raise this child. And actually, my husband got upset. Because that was not what he wanted to hear at all. So he became very, very angry with her. And she just said, 
this is what I'm hearing from God. And I'm not going to argue with you, but y'all have a decision to make. And we, we still had moved forward. And I, I remember praying before, um, she was born before my daughter was born. God, if this is not what you want, I need you to speak through my husband because I, I'm believing this is the, the decision to make. Now, Tim, it wasn't until you asked me to do this that it even occurred to me that I had prayed to God asking him to speak through my husband. You see, I wasn't even in that mind frame. I thought it was supposed to look a certain way. Like if God was going to speak to my husband, it was going to happen before we had finalized everything, before it was all said and done. But it came to me as I was giving, getting my thoughts together that God had spoken through him. But I was so closed off to hearing anything that it wasn't until that next day that I did the work. And God was working on my heart. So when I when it says to lean not unto your own understanding, because our understanding is not God's understanding. We actually, our emotions get in the way of things. And especially as females, we, we look at things so differently than way, the way that Christ looks at things. So it, yeah, it's, it's just been a journey. And I'm just delighted that I have the opportunity to, to bring this out into the public. This is actually my first time speaking about it publicly. So thank you. That is so awesome, Halima. What an awesome story. And from this story, like you had no idea that your marriage would be successful, that your husband would be better, and that uh, you all would be able to raise this child. So yes, that took faith. At the time you made the decision, you didn't see any of that. Um, and so that is so powerful. Trust in the Lord. It's like trust the process. You yeah. know, like you said, you know, our minds think one way, but God is totally different. Our thoughts are not his, right? Right. Right. And so he sees a different plan, but we try to create our own plan. And a lot of times that's not God's plan. And so that is so good. It's such a good lesson. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And that's what your husband did when he went to his uh, prayer closet. Yes. You know, he was acknowledging God. God, am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. I don't feel in my spirit that I've just done the right thing. That's why he asked you, could he go to his prayer closet? Yes. Um, and so that is so good. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. And he shall and will direct your paths. And he did that just for you, Halima. He directed your path and your husband's path in all of it because you trusted in him and what he was saying and you were obedient to that thing. And it's okay that you weren't initially obedient. God's grace, right? Yes. God's grace. So that is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It certainly is. Certainly yes. Beautiful, beautiful. And I thank you so much. Uh, for sharing that story. There's so many different lessons to even be learned uh, from that story in regards to faith. And um, I just love it. I love it that at the onset, you and your husband thought it was going to be a different way. But when you look at it today, you can say praise the Lord, right? Yes. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, Halima, you know, I'm going to ask you back soon because I wanted to also talk about uh, what you do. But today I thank you um, for sharing your faith story. This just so much blesses me and reminds me to just trust in the Lord. And then your husband, I love that he he has his prayer closet there at the lake. And, you know, he wanted to acknowledge God in that. Um, and I love that in all thy ways, acknowledge him. And the fact that he came to you and said, uh, Halima, we didn't do this. In other words, we didn't acknowledge God when he was bringing out the pros and the cons. Really, what he was saying was we really didn't acknowledge God in this. Yes, that's go- exactly what he was saying. Yes, we didn't go to God in prayer. So let's look at this thing again. And the fact that it you were in that 10 day, <laughs> within that 10 day time frame. Yes. Is awesome. And how old is your daughter today? Five. She's five. Five. Grace. You know, five represents grace. That is so beautiful. And I've seen that little beautiful girl, y'all. I did not know this story, Halima. I had no idea um, about this story. And so this is so good. And now I see that God has placed you in a place to help women along their healing journey because you also... Uh, had a healing journey that you had to go through as well as your husband. Um, And so this is so good. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed today's podcast and we'll join again for more Tuesday morning inspiration. Special thanks again to our lady Halima. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. And always listeners, thanks to you for listening. I said often, Lady Life would not be what it is today without you. And so we appreciate you. All right. And remember, keep living your best life unto the Lord. Keep learning life's most valuable lessons and keep creating positive change within your communities. And don't forget about faith. We're sharing our faith stories. All right. Bye for now and have a blessed day.